Well, it's time to welcome Philip Malloy to the studio for the Wednesday version of Movies and Television. Philip, welcome to the programme. Thank you, George. Before we say a word, yes. two of your devoted listeners for over a decade yeah. rang me and said, uh, in one phone call, because they're together, um, do you understand True Detective? They claim it is totally incomprehensible, but brilliant. Yeah. What they said was the acting is extraordinary, mm. but the plot is impossible. Well, in the two series, the plot has Don't been... Don't give Ant away. Okay, no. in the two series, the plot has been very, very complicated. And one of the things I noticed a couple of weeks ago was the one of the producers actually saying that it will come together, that the ending will... I'd love to hear what they have to say now after seeing the ending. The ending will bring it all together. And so we had, last Monday night, we had the ending. It ran for nearly an hour and a half. Um, and and I thought all the strands came together right. very, very well. They, they also suggest it's Colin Farrell's finest work. Is well, that I've, right? I've said that to you before. I have, and I, I think it is. I think he's excellent in it. Um, there, are, Especially the scenes with his young son. He's obsessed in throughout it with his, his young son. Um, who has basically he's broken up with his wife and the son has been taken away from him and she's actually cast doubt on whether the son is his or, or, or not so that's running all through it and it runs right up to the end okay um, right. but uh, so th there's that but there's John Crowley, do you know John Crowley? No. John Crowley, Irish director, film director. He has a movie coming out later this year um, uh, uh, called uh, Brooklyn, uh, based on a column to Tobin book that's expected to do well. People are talking about Oscar. And he's just been in Australia uh, producing Kate Blanchett or directing Kate Blanchett um, in, in Chekhov. So he's a guy um, who has a lot going for him and he did about the third last episode and he did the final episode and I think the final episode does bring it all okay, together. Okay, that's true. Detective. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, the uh, movies in town? Well, okay, uh, there's quite a lot so I'll just give you the, a list of what's on first of all. First of all, there's a, a film version of The Man from UNCLE uh, with Army Hammer and Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill is the current Superman uh, starring... So I, uh, then there's uh, Trainwreck. Trainwreck is a, a comedy which I really like to have to say, um, which stars uh, and and is written by um, a comic stand-up comic called Amy Schumer, and it's produced by a guy called Judd Apatow, who is very highly rated. Then there's Pixels, and Pixels is about uh, this uh, the contents of this the kind of arcade game contents of this uh, capsule are sent into space to woo the inhabitants of a foreign planet and they do exactly the opposite and cause the aliens to attack Earth using uh, the games as models for their assaults again it's a movie that um, is, it stars Kevin James Adam Sandler Adam Sandler hasn't had a hit film in, in ages and this is, is certainly not going to do it for him Peter Dinklage who plays is one of the people of, of low size in Game of Thrones. Um, he's in it. Oh, he's very, very good. Is it? Is it? And you think it's good? Do you? I like it. No, I, not that. I, I didn't like that. I really liked Trainwreck. All right. And I have but to hold say, a while. Why did you gloss over the man from Uncle? Well, I'm that, back, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm just hitting off the list. Well, it, well, all right. Okay. Go on. Yeah, keep going. Okay. And then uh, there's yeah. one. There's one called Mistress America. 
and it's directed by a guy called um, Noah Baumbach and the stars Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig was on the picture show last weekend. I have to say I was hugely impressed by her. It, and it continues the collaboration between these two. They met, they came together five years ago with a film called right. Greenberg, and then they did one called Francis Ha. I, I thought this again, was supposed to be a list. Then, then I, I really liked, uh, I really liked yeah. that as well. Right, okay. okay, go back to the man from Uncle. The, well, uh, I, uh, the man from Uncle yeah. was a huge hit yeah. with uh, Robert Vaughan. Yeah smashing actor yeah. uh, was of course in The Magnificent Seven yeah. uh, and Ilya Kuryakin was his assistant was played by David McCollum mm. who every time they needed an RAF officer mm. or a POW mm. they wheeled him out wasn't mm. that right? That's right yeah. he, was and, in the, he was in The Great Escape and as you say uh, Vaughan was in The Magnificent Seven yeah. so <clears throat> at this time early 60s they were both in a fairly good position in terms yeah. of the career and uh, does the I mean it's very difficult to to have a television series mm. into a feature film, mm. eh? Because the television series has longer to build the whole thing up. Yeah. Is this any good? Well, okay. First of all, as you say, it dates from the television series dates from sixty two to sixty six. Starred those two guys. One of the things that happened, and I don't think is widely known, is that the first two uh, seasons of it. They were meant as a, a a television version of James Bond, and it was kind of droll and funny and witty in that understated kind of Bond way. But what happened was, uh, camp series like Batman and Get Smart they came along and they decided right. to change the tone of it for the third season. And as a result, it never recovered, and uh, so it ended after four seasons. And it was probably worth more than that. Now the movie, the movie is directed by Guy Ritchie. Uh, George. He's married to somebody. He was married to Madonna. Okay, he's not. Madonna. He's no longer. He's no longer. He's no longer married to her. And uh, okay, it's it's very predictable. It's an orig origins movie. It shows how these two characters basically come together. A, um, uh, a, a an international um, um, criminal organization uh, has kidnapped a, a nuclear scientist, and they want him to develop a, a nuclear bomb. And what happens is the Russians, the CIA, and America, and the Russians uh, bring together two agents to go looking for this guy and the two agents are Corey oh, right. and Solo it's not much oh, it's right. not much it's quite, it's quite it's polished enough there's a lot of uh, split screen in yeah. it as you tend to get from Guy Ritchie uh, but after that there isn't oh, right. it's not is the, there is there any good example of a feature film based on a series what I loved was The Untouchables really yeah I really liked that I thought it was very very good uh, but after that, we, we I, I but just, like the Adams family, get smart, the A team, well, they were all dreadful. Yeah, that the Adams, the first Adams family, I didn't think was too bad, but the second one was a disappointment. The A team was certainly a disappointment for everybody concerned. Uh, get smart again was a disappointment, and I don't know why they keep doing them, but they do because and and, and they stick to the same formula, George. But but. The point, surely, why the second one fails, while the big screen version fails, mm. is that invariably they're different actors or actresses, whereas the series always hung around mm. the the characterization, like uh, you know it, Robert Vaughan and and Koryakin, and then and in the Adams family had a wonderful sort of cast of mm. characters. Mm. Then there was a man, uh, the big T or whatever he called him, said Mister T, T. In that, you know, I thought George Papar. 
right towards the end of his career in the mm. A-team, was magnificent mm. in it, you know, as the cigar-chomping guy in mm. charge. Um, suddenly you Hannibal, then, yeah, you, you, you can't get Hannibal somebody Smith. else to do that. Um, well, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what you mean. Uh, the, the, okay, obviously with a television series, and especially if it's a network television series, you have it running for 26 episodes. So there's an awful lot more they can do with it, which I can't do with All a right. movie. All right, but I've just thought, because mm. I'm reminded, I got a text from a listener, The Fugitive wasn't a bad feature film. No, but, dead but, right. But, no you're but, dead right. But dead no, right. the listener is. Yeah. But we had two great actors, though. I mean, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones, Jones. and... Tommy Lee Jones won Best Supporting Actor. He played yeah. Sam Gerrard. He won the Best Supporting Actor Oscar in it. And I always thought, and I still think he's underrated, I think that... Um, what's his name? The, the Fugitive. Uh, what's his name? Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, yeah. I think that Harrison Ford has been underrated for years. And especially with a, a, a role like that, I thought he... he, he a role that involved a characterization and action. He was He was very, very good in it. And again, it was set in Chicago. Chicago was used really well in that, George. And uh, uh, it's, it's set in, in this, okay, built around this kind of Cook County Hospital in Chicago. It had lots of really good Chicago uh, locations as they went, look, as Sam, Sam Gerard went after him. And I, as I said, I thought it was a good script, uh, good, strong characterization. And they actually asked um, um, uh, the two main actors to come back, but... Yeah, but but like I mean, it's interesting to talk about Ford being on Harrison Ford being mm. underrated. But then you take a film like Witness, where he 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 had an outstanding performance mm. again. Mm. Was that because like he was people sort of saw him as one dimensional after the Indiana Jones character? Well, no, he did Indiana. He did. He had a. He was one of those who had, had a franchise, several franchises, and it worked for him. And a lot of people have said after that, in order to endure. Uh, what you need now is one or two franchises, and everybody has tried to get them. Uh, but he uh, he obviously had Star Wars, um, and he had um, he had Indiana Jones, and uh, he had Jack Ryan as well. So he had the three of them. And I thought, again, he was very good as Jack Ryan, George. They were a great series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I am very opposed to films from books, particularly if you've read the book first. Mm. You know, like, say, the Grisham movies based on Grisham oh, books. stop it, yeah. They were terrible. Terrible. The movies and the but books. But the, the books were page turners. The books were terrible too. Will you agree with that? The books were... No, the books no. are page turners. No, no. If you go on holiday, go you need way. Grisham to go on holiday. Palomai was sitting next to a fella <laughs> on a plane once and he was he was talking about these rubbish Grisham books, yeah. right? He was and sitting next to it. it was Grisham. Stop, they're awful. I just think they're terrible. They're, they're, they're going to make Baywatch into a movie, are okay, they? That's another one. So that's another example of a television series that's been made into a movie. They've announced, I think it was on Tuesday, that Dwayne Johnson, the former wrestler, um, who uh, now has a very, very solid career in cinema. He recently did San Andreas and Furious 7, and the two of them were uh, hits. Him and Zac Efron... Uh, are coming together to do with this is one again that's been pending for an awful long time and they're talking about being an action comedy in the tradition of a movie you don't like 21 Jump Street 21 Jump Street was an appalling <laughs> that's another, that's another, there is no word example. you know low enough to describe 21 yeah, Jump Street yeah, yeah. I, I mean admittedly my nine year old grandson as he was at the time he thought it was okay yeah. but that was the level of intellectual sort of property it now, possessed the original listen to it's an interesting one the original Baywatch um, it was uh, launched by NBC in uh, 1989 
and it was cancelled after one season. Apparently, it was placed 73rd on a list of 103 shows at that time. So it was abandoned. And what happened was Hasselhoff and three uh, of the production partners, they decided that there was still, that's um, David Hasselhoff and three of the production partners, they decided that there was still something in it. So what they do, did was they revived it for the first run syndication market and it became one of the most successful series of all time, running for 11 seasons. There you go. Yeah, but like, it's very simple what made it work. I mean, I'm astonished. Oh, that, that, no, you see, that's so But typical. you're so predictable now. You're no, no. so predictable. No, you're predictable. Ah, you're predictable. Here we the, are, the appeal of memory. Just, the appeal of a person's memory glands again. That's what we're on about. Memory glands have been part of a person's appeal <laughs> as long as I've been watching the movies. They discovered oh, Lana stuff. Turner in a drugstore wearing a sweater, and that's why they that's gave been her disputed, a contract. You know, that's been well disputed. Oh. That, yeah, yeah. Pamela Anderson was this. The did you key. meet her? Did you meet her? I did. Yeah, and how did it go? Very clever. <laughs> very clever. Very clever. Right? Yeah. Okay. And they added her and it became a hit. I mean, you're just nonsense if you don't get that. Okay, that's... Well, I don't get it, obviously. I just don't get the appeal of... I I thought she was a bit of an airhead, I have to say. And I don't she's get the one, appeal of Baywatch. She's an incredibly smart wo- woman who has married uh, rather strange husbands. But but she she is very clever in her own okay. right. Also, Women with large mammary glands. There is an assumption I'm saying from that's people, what appeals to you. No, that's there's what an assumption by people like you yeah. that large no, mammary no, glands no, no. mean small brains. No, no, and that's it, just no, not it's true. Not, it's not, that's not an assumption at all. That'd be a wrong assumption. If it was the assumption. You probably didn't like Marilyn Monroe for the same oh, reason. Oh, I loved her. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and nothing to do with her mammary glands. I just thought she was a gorgeous comedian. She was wonderful. She was ideal for the screen. The screen loved her. The movies loved her. And uh, I think it worked for her, you know. Also, by the way, out is, I think it's Robin Williams' last film, a thing called Absolute, Absolutely Anything. And all the members, it's directed by Terry Jones, and all of, I don't know, most of the members of the Monty Python team are, are in it. Then there's one, um, George, we had this guy on the radio last weekend, uh, a Precinct 775, which is a documentary about this guy called Michael Dowd, who was called the dirtiest cop in America. We had him on the picture show last weekend. Uh, that's all. Dirty a, because he never had a shower, or dirty, dirty because he was taking he, money. Because he was on the take big time, and eventually he served twelve years in prison. Oh, oh, they they caught him. Yeah. No. Well, he uh, there was a mixture of he he, he they went a certain distance with him and yeah. and then he gave himself up. All right. Um, have you seen asking about Aquarius have you seen that I saw two episodes last night back to back back what to is back, it? back back okay it's on Sky Atlantic it's in that uh, 9 to 10 slot um, on Tuesday night and it's about uh, the Charles Manson uh, story it's, just, it's, a, it's a series set against the background of the Charles Manson oh, right. story and Charles Manson had this he was an all kinds of crook who had this uh, obsession about um, him becoming um, a musician and he was he said at one stage he was going to be bigger than the Beatles and all this so what happens anyway is David Duchovny stars in it he's an LA cop this girl uh, disappears and she's the daughter of an old girlfriend of his so the the, the mother contacts her, contacts him and he goes looking he goes making uh, inquiries about it so it, it's one of those where um, there's kind of a, a weekly story that's kind of resolved at the end of the week and an ongoing story as well. Okay. And the Manson part of this is the ongoing story. All right. Okay. I liked it. 
Did you? Yeah, it's good, I think. Um, but but the, the, I haven't found a series like The Good Wife or like Mad Men that, and even Blue Bloods by the way, that I've got really into. By now. the way, I just got it today. The final season of Justified is out. Is it? It's out. Out. The so, final season. The season. I, I, I have seen the penultimate season, have I? Well, that, I must that have penultimate done. would be the second last That's one. That's what okay, I mean. Okay. No, but no, I don't want to I don't want to see no, the last one if I haven't seen the no, penultimate. I, I actually got it in the post this morning. Two hours ago, I got it at the door in the post. Have you bought it? Yes. In America? On, on Amazon. But I do think it's out here as well. I think it's out now here. And I got, I got do you remember Spencer for Hire? Oh yeah, I got the second. I got the second series of that. Oh man, I didn't. I didn't like Spencer for Hire. Oh, I did. I did. I did. I, did. I really loved him. I thought he was great. And I got the, oh, the wife. Listen, come here. Well. ITV, uh, who are quite good yes. on drama, yeah. they've come up with a couple of historical ones. They have. They? Yeah, I I put that there especially because uh, I, I I'm I was sure it would appeal to you. Uh, the first one is, okay, there's an eight-part uh, uh, dramatization of the reign of Queen Victoria. That's one of them. But the other one then, uh, uh, which is into your sort of area, is called Churchill's Secret. And it's based on a, a recently published book. And I just sort of put in the list there of the other people who played Churchill. Albert Finney, Robert Hardy, Brendan Gleeson, Timothy Spall, uh, uh, and Bob Hoskins. And now Michael Gambon, who, as you know, is a Dublin actor, uh, he's going to play the title character in uh, Churchill's Secrets. And it's the story of the summer of 1953 when the then uh, peacetime prime minister uh, had a stroke which was being kept from the rest of the world. So um, When Churchill had a stroke. Churchill had yeah, a stroke. I mean, uh, that's an incredible part of the Churchill story. Yeah. The fact that, well, there's two presidents, well, leaders. There was Churchill and then, of course, there also was Eisenhower yeah, yeah. Uh, with a heart attack. Well, by and large, kept from people. Uh, and uh, Eisenhower became president 52, wasn't it? Yeah, fifty-two, and he ran till sixty, two times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. succeeded Truman and beat Adlai Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I was thinking of doing a stage show. You know, the way a lot of like uh, Robert Vaughan. You know, all these guys they do a one-man show. Yes. You know the fellow with the bandy legs, uh, who played the con James in Whitmore. His- James Whitmore. He is a wonderful one-man show doing Harry Truman. That's right. Give him hell, Harry. Yeah, so don't don't you think George Hook one man children Churchill to be good? <laughs> Bandy legs and all. <laughs> <laughs> you could be you could be the historical consultant. Oh my God! Give you a few quid. Anyway, right? listen, just to, to no, say. Listen, I, no, listen, you're laughing. No, 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 I'm we, serious. We just think we give people as much information as we can on this thing. Um, uh, his wife Winnie uh, is played by Lindsay Duncan. Winnie, I gather, was a very strong woman in her own right. Yeah, and she didn't give many of the other thing. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and, because uh, he said famously that, uh, you know, it, it, in his trousers, he was talking about the nest in which the bird didn't fly out. Did you not remember that? Yeah, okay, I'm not interested in well, birds. Well, I'm a student of Churchill, nest. so I'd have You're to be talking. You're a student of bird's nest, too. <laughs> uh, okay. And uh, she she was, she was hopes, at this in this story, she hopes that the stroke will force him to retire while his political friends and foes, they're all gathering around to plot and identify his successor. Yeah. So you have all that yeah. as well. Now, that's a, that's a 
two hour um, um, movie that will be and the uh, the other one that I'm talking to you about about Queen Victoria that'll be eight episodes but that's out. not a very exciting period in British no, history no, no, we'll and see. she wasn't very exciting mm. her son was more exciting than she was mm. because he was a uh, 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 what you may call it yeah. and did you see uh, what you may call it and did you what, see? What, was, what, am I, what word am I looking for no, I'm not going to tell you he was uh, he was <laughs> a Casanova it'll be like he was next. a Casanova <laughs> he used to go out with showgirls no he went with Lily Langtry oh, did he? Lily there Langtry. was a wonderful yes. television series with Lily yes. Langtry with the female who I think is with Ray Fiennes she was with Ray Fiennes she's oh, no longer with oh she's no longer with no, Ray no, Fiennes but no. I'm on the right track you're on the right I? track you're on the right track alright the interesting thing about um, Winnie Churchill and your man there are elements of uh, Dom sub domination and all that Never. that she dominated him I'm trying to there's an, Charlton Heston was another one in that kind of marriage there's rumours his wife run, dominated him yeah there are rumours that Charlton Heston was in that kind of marriage uh, I just said and uh, Ronald Reagan I think it's quite common amongst uh, powerful men that they'd been dominated by their wives yeah Okay, well, I have to say, I don't know anything about that, George. I mean, you, you, may, you may know something to yourself. But, uh, well, it's a good job we have a different, say, we had a sex therapist on today. It's a good job we didn't ask you to ask, do the uh, piece. Keep, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's 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 what. What's this about to. Liam Neeson? Finally, more yeah, work in yeah, this well, old Liam, age. Liam Neeson is finding more and more work all the time, and uh, now he's and it's interesting, George. He's he's to play General Douglas MacArthur in a South Korean war film called Operation Chromite. Wow. Yeah. Now, Operation Chromite apparently is the code name for the Battle of Incheon. Remember Incheon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Battle of Incheon. And that took place on September 15, 1950. It was a surprise attack in which the UN forces landed in this South Korean harbor city to uh, drive out the North Koreans. Well, they outflanked and, and them. It's rec- yeah. And it's recognized as a turning point in the war. Correct. Now, the uh, the interesting thing is the film expected to go into the production in the second half of this year and be released in time for the anniversary of the Korean War in June uh, 2016. So, uh, but he was—he was not a nice character. No, he wasn't. MacArthur I mean, planned on, on uh, Truman fired him. He planned remember, on, yeah. on invading China and creating World War Three for mm. crying out loud. Mm. There was a MacArthur film. Part of it filmed in Ardmore Studios. Yes, what was there, that? Was, there was a MacArthur was there was a MacArthur film starring Gregory Peck, and there was a MacArthur film called Inchon, uh, which starred I think it starred Lawrence Olivier. That's as, the one. Yes, it, there was Olivier. some of the Inchon was filmed in yeah. Ardmore Studios, but yeah. that was a monumental failure. No, no, an absolute disaster. And in fact, it didn't get much of a release even. Yeah, you see, this is a tricky one Neeson's got here, you know. Yeah. The, well, I don't think it's like MacArthur be... in the Korean War now a long way. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's very few of yeah. us can remember that. Yeah. I'm not, I, I was thinking about that this morning, why is he doing it? But um, at the same time, I don't think it's something that his whole career is going to depend All right, on. okay. You know? Well, look, is there any Gaelic football this weekend? There's or no is Gaelic the picture football this show week, on? And what we have is... A, 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 at what time? An app at six o'clock. What day? Uh, on Saturday, Saturday evening. And we have, you're trying to ball hop here now. I'm not. And, and it's... Uh, I'm it, trying to... It's it's a, a picture show and uh, okay with two really uh, okay for, we have a guy called Jack Whitehall uh, who has a movie called the Bad Education movie. Yeah, so right, okay. I consider Jack Whitehall to be the best stand-up comic in England. I think he's hilarious. He was in here with right, us last okay. week, and as well then we have a guy, really interesting. We have a guy called Kieran Foy, 
who, as far as... Oh, I remember the movie, yes, yeah, Eddie Foy and the Seven Little no, Foys, Bob Hope. No, I remember not, it's not it Bob well. Hope. Okay, it's Kieran Foy. He's a Dublin filmmaker. He's made his second film, which is Sinister 2. And it's really interesting in that, as far as I can recall, uh, it'll be released with nearly 4,000 on 4,000 screens um, in uh, the US uh, week after next and as far as I can recall, no other Irish director has had that kind All of release right, okay. movie. But uh, do you remember the, the, the comedy movie? We went to the premiere, uh, Snatch. No, not Snatch. Uh, uh, what what do you call the thing you do before you get married? What do you call the Friday the night before? Stag. Stag. Yeah. Uh, that, fi- that finished up quite successful, no, Stag. And they're making yeah. another one. Yeah, it finished quite successful. I think it took about 600,000. All right, they're doing it again. All right, he'll be back next Wednesday with strange views about mammaries and bird's nest. But that's it for tonight. Emer O'Shea, Joe Coffey and Pat O'Brannock were the production team. Peter Malloy and Michael Quilligan were the engineers. But uh, Mark Simpson was the producer. And then there's me. All put together is the chemistry that makes the right hook. Good night.